Well, this is our very first podcast. My name is Major Burke. You're listening to Pathfinders. We've been running for about 17 years, all in all. We started as the Southern California State Militia, and we have moved into this entity of Pathfinders due to some crazy things, but yet good things. I don't want to get too much into the negative aspects of what it's like to be in a group, but there are some, there's no doubt. So I just want to encourage all of you that are listening to think about whatever group you land on, to always work within that group and its boundaries. Never never think in terms of how can I disrupt or how can I take over or how can I cause this thing to crash. If you're in the group for the reason of causing discord, just go away. Just don't even bother. Because what really needs to happen in any group, I don't care what your group is called or what you absolutely stand for, you do need to have this cohesiveness. You need to work together. You need to be thinking the best of others. And when one of your brothers or sisters makes a mistake, you need to give them grace. One of the things we have in our bylaws, in our mission statement, and in our terms of agreement and our core values is that we will not, we absolutely will not tolerate anyone speaking nonsense about another member. You go straight to them and you discuss it. Want to set the groundwork here. If you are in a group and if you're having problems within your group, no problem. I mean this wholeheartedly. There is nothing that cannot be resolved with good rock solid communication. Going into that conversation with the thought that you guys can work through anything. You got to be a little flexible and you have to be understanding of where the other person's coming from. I believe that is that is the core of the crux of a very successful group. We at one time, we had over 750 members. And that was shortly after the Discovery Channel came to us and wanted to do a documentary. Of course, they butchered it and they tried to make us look like we were nuts, but people saw right through it. And we had so many people wanting to join our group. It got so big at one time that we actually, we had to split into a couple different groups. So that being said, just know that as things get big, they get complicated. So we're focusing primarily on a small group. And we're doing our trainings, and we have docs that I will eventually have for you guys if you want them that'll help you with your groups. And we'll be answering questions about how to run your groups, uh, what worked, what didn't. I'm uh, right now. I've been writing a lot of thoughts for many years on what works in a group and what doesn't. I want to bring these thoughts and these ideas into this podcast so that you all have an understanding of what to do and what not to do. We've been um, We've been pretty successful. We've lasted a pretty long time. A lot of us walked away for a while thinking when Trump got in, everything would be just great. (laughs) Well, here we are today. Things are not so great. So what we need to be doing is actually regrouping. We need to bring the band back together, so to speak. And we need to continue our training and we need to stay sharp. We cannot get complacent. So what I hope to achieve and I hope that I can bring to you, the listeners, our practical solutions for your preparedness needs. And keep in mind, your group doesn't necessarily have to be a group. It could be your family. It could be you and, say, two or three other friends. 
Uh, it could be a very small fire team. How would you operate? As a matter of fact, this upcoming field training exercise, we're going to be focusing on close quarter combat. We feel that's a critical skill set to know because some of the stuff that you're going to be dealing with, you have a home invasion. Who's going to be on your team with you? Is it just going to be you, the lone shooter? I mean, the lone shooter comes through and it's just you. It's a good idea to have family members that are of the mindset and the capability of manipulating a firearm and working collectively as a team. It could just be two. Um, so just to understand where where do you need to be? Where's your placement? Where's your barricades? Where's your barriers? Where's your line of sight, line of fire? What type of illumination? There's so much to consider. We're going to be going over so many of these on our close quarter combat class, along with some breaching and things like that. And then these are things that just help sharpen what you do. But the biggest thing you have to focus on is just practice, muscle memory building, you know, drawing weapons, sight acquisition, the whole nine yards. We have just a huge, huge slew of things that we go through from medical, uh, just our last training, we focused on, we were doing rope work. We were doing rope bridges. We we're doing rappelling, getting all the basics out of the way. So when we go up and we do some rappelling, do some rope bridges, understanding your knots and all that, those are good things to know. There was a guy who, uh, he was he was staying in some hotel somewhere and he was on the third level and he locked himself out on the balcony. <laughs> and because he had, this is going to sound crazy, but he had a survival bracelet, right? That paracord. So what he did, I would never do this, but this guy did this. He uh, unwrapped his paracord and he made it to where he noticed that the downstairs door was open. Like somebody left it open, the, the side glass door. His wife was gone out shopping with friends. He banged on the door. He didn't have a cell phone. He didn't have nothing. Anyway, he he three times his, uh, his, his um, paracord and he set it up. Uh, and a minor repelling type of situation where you do like it's, it's a dull pursuit where you put it around your body. It's painful. You better have something to protect you. But nevertheless, he was at Niagara Falls and it was freezing and he was in his underwear outside. So he used a part of the chair to pad some of his shoulder and all that. Anyway, he repelled himself down to the next level and got inside <laughs> and then went to the front desk in his underwear. It was a hilarious story. But that's just one of those things. He had something with him that helped him get out of that situation. He was hollering. Nobody could hear him because Niagara Falls waterfall was so loud and it was freezing. So that's just one story about mindset of preparedness and what to do. There was another guy. He uh, got in a very serious accident. He rolled his car off a cliff. He, was, he couldn't move. He was pinned, but he was bleeding. Luckily, he had his tourniquet close by and he turned, he, he catted himself off and he eventually did lose that limb, but he didn't die. And he was living off of whatever he could reach through through some plants and some things close to the river. Drinking the water wasn't the best thing. He could have had some dysentery and all that, but he survived. He came out of that just from the basic knowledge that he had acquired from going through some of his survival classes. Not our class. He didn't go to ours. This was just another story that I read on a blog. So there's those situations out there where people, they learn survival. And in a lot of different ways and a lot of different applications that you can apply to your mindset. We did uh, also have a recently we had a wilderness survival class uh, learning wild edibles and all that. So those kind of things, they're they're not only fun to do as a group, but they're just it's it's just what you learn that gives you that empowers you to be self-reliant. 
So we, like I said, there's so many things. You can go to our website. That's uh, CaliforniaPathfinders.com. And you can find a lot of information there on what we do and our upcoming FTXs and so on and so forth. Now, we do have um, terms of membership, and you can read through that and see if that's something that would work for you if you're out here in California. I'm not pushing anything. I'm just saying that uh, it's important to hook up with somebody somewhere to get involved with a group and to get your preparedness going. That's pretty much uh, this podcast is just kind of a little short intro. We're starting these things back up again. Uh, We hope that you'll find them valuable, and uh, we will be opening up the comment section. And go to our website, check us out again. That's CaliforniaPathfinders.com and see what we can do for you. If not, look for a group or look for anybody that you can have like-minded work with. You can just work with them and and you're not in oppositional thoughts. Don't do this with somebody who you politically don't get along with. (laughs) All right. Well, that's pretty much it. I'm going to just shut this down. I just want to do a very short short podcast, our first one. Again, this is Major Burke with the California Pathfinders signing off.